In this episode of the XJ Talk Show, yet another recall of the 2014 Jeep Cherokee and an event in Alabama supporting kids with autism and a giveaway of a brand new Wrangler. We take some live calls, give a shout out to some more of our YouTube subscribers, and we hear some hilarious voicemails. We've got another Radio Com Tech and a great interview with Team XJR owner Jesse Ryder, where he talks about his 12-second quarter-mile race XJ. We share some iTunes reviews and hear an extremely touching story about a Memorial Day gift Tony received from a friend of the show, all on the next XJ Talk Show. The XJ Talk Show is for entertainment purposes only. Any advice or information provided on this show should be verified by alternative sources prior to making any changes or modifications to your vehicle. We are not experts, just people that enjoy the Jeep hobby and don't mind talking endlessly about it. P.S. We love you. the XJ Talk Show News Desk. 89-year-old naked grandmother fights off sword-wielding robber with nothing more than a pepperoni stick and a stroke cane. For the full report, stay tuned till after the show. Hey Jeepers, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any MP3 player. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial over at www.audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. Hey stud, it's time for the XJ Talk Show. Now, here's my two favorite boys. Tony and Josh. <laughs> yes, we are. And yes, I am. I mean, I'm Tony and uh, you know me as uh, Motoroy. I was going to say XJTalk.com, but that would be completely wrong. Uh, you know me as Motoroy on XJTalk.com. And this is episode 131. How you doing, Josh? Oh, I'm doing just fine. The weather is beautiful up here in the Pacific Northwest. And hey, guys, speaking of Northwest, I am known as NW99XJ or Northwest99XJ over at XJTalk.com the beloved Jeep site, the world's most premier Jeep site, and that's why we're here, guys. You know, I had never made that connection. Uh, the Northwest, or the NWXJ99, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> I never made that connection, but you're actually in the Northwest as well. That's a hell of a coinky dink. And I actually own a 99XJ. How about that? <laughs> so you guys can see that Josh put up the moving display behind him today. Those are micro-LEDs that are on a board, a four by eight sheet of plywood. And he had to glue each one of those and wire each one of those. And all the, the, the wire, you know, that wire wrapping tool and the little wire wrap, I mean, the wiring that you can, all that was soldered to all those little fly specs. Excellent job by there, Josh. Thanks. And I've got a team of monkeys behind me <laughs> operating the whole thing. So hopefully everything goes smooth tonight. <laughs> Do they have wings <laughs> and those little uh, uh, bell, bell hop caps? <laughs> no, but they are working for bananas, so I can't complain. I'm not going to touch that one. All right, so uh, <laughs> whatever you do on your time is your business. Hey, this is the XG Talk Show, a podcast about Jeep Cherokees, off-roading, and the tech that you need to get you there and back. <laughs> We're here to promote the web's most premier website for all that is Jeep Cherokee, xjtalk.com, the friendliest and most helpful Jeep site on the web. XJTalk.com encourages and answers all the questions and concerns that the first-time XJ owners typically have without any flaming or criticism, all while giving you the best, most in-depth articles and write-ups for the repairs and modifications that take your average XJ to the next level. 
Now get ready. It's the XJ Talk Show, and it starts right now. First week in G. Well, the Jeep Cherokee is back on the recall list. No, it's not the XJ we all know and love. It's the other Cherokee that we all loathe and despise. (laughs) Once again, (laughs) it's the nine-speed transmission that's the cause. If anybody recalls, the new Jeep Cherokee's initial launch was delayed by several weeks last fall. And I recall months, but hey, who's counting? For one big reason, it's its transmission. The new buggier than an Ant Hill's nine-speed automatic gearbox was just so new, Chrysler simply couldn't get its software settings right. Many actually applauded Chrysler for taking the time to work out the bugs before sales actually commenced. However, one of the biggest criticisms of the new Cherokee remains, the harsh shifting nine-speed transmission. It is an industry first, so bound to, bound to have the, you know a couple things go wrong with it, but you figure they would have worked that out long ago. Now, I've since nicknamed the Chrysler Fiat no-speed tranny instead of the nine-speed tranny. Now, earlier this month, Chrysler issued a service notice. Hey, guys, that's a fancy way of saying yet another recall for 100,000 Cherokees to receive yet another software fix. Unfortunately for some, not all Cherokees will require the calibration. For instance, my Cherokee, which has the nearly indestructible AW4 automatic transmission, which has less than half the gears and 15 years old, is doing just fine and needs no calibration whatsoever. Any recalibration, retune, adjustment, or any other ops that, well, or any other uh, stuff that, well, they didn't get right the first 27 times, software update. But any customers who have had the problems regarding the operation of the transmission will have the fix covered under warranty. Because it's electronic transmission controlled by the software, the 9-speed automatic transmission actually learns the driving habits of the main driver and then adapts the shift patterns accordingly. It also dials into Skynet and then takes over the world. All told, this this is the third time Chrysler has had to deal with this issue since October. But still, it had better get this problem right and fixed permanently because the all-new Chrysler 200 is equipped with the exact same gearbox. And critics and consumers won't take too kindly to another delayed vehicle launch or series of recalls. And this is uh, goes into the uh, file on, filed under the feel-good category. You get a chance to win a Jeep and, well, help some special needs kids all while having some fun. Now, three days of fun to be exact a, and a Jeep giveaway and plenty of local music to boot. You'll find it all at the Illuminating Autism Fundraiser for High Hopes for Autism organization. The three-day event starts on this Friday, well, it's on Friday, June 6th, actually, and runs through Sunday, June 8th at Pirate's Cove in Josephine, Alabama. Friday, the music begins at 7 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday, the music starts at 11 a.m. and goes through both days. Local artists such as the Peridio Brothers, Rollin' in the Hay, Delta Rain, Stolen Faces, and Big Muddy and the King Size Boogeyman will all be performing. There will also be drawings for prizes, a silent auction, and a special raffle where the grand prize is a brand-new 2014 Jeep Wrangler. Tickets for Friday are just 20 bucks, and Saturday and Sunday are even half that. Raffle tickets can be purchased at Pirate's Cove online and from any of the volunteers on site. Those interested can also win tickets by participating in the Great Puzzle Hunt. Find a piece, get in free, and get a chance to win a Jeep ticket. Hints will be posted on the organization's Twitter and Facebook feeds, and that organization, once again, is High Hopes-4-Autism. That's High Hopes for Autism. Guys, please check them out. They're doing some good stuff. Hey, if you'd like to submit a story to be aired on This Week in Jeep, you have a response to any one of the stories I've ever mentioned here, or have a show and shine, off-road show, or other Jeep-related event you'd like to promote, please send an email to newstips at xjtalk.com. xjtalk.com is where you go when you're not off-road. And now you can go to xjtalk.com when you're off-road, too. 
Using your smartphone, install the Tap a Talk app, then search for XJ Talk. Take XJ Talk with you wherever you go. Jury duty, dinner with your spouse's parents, even, well, anywhere you need your XJ Talk fix. Hey, this is Tim from Jeep Tubes, and you're listening to the XJ Talk Show. How would you like to be a guest on the XJ Talk Show? Do you have an interesting story about your Jeep? Maybe an off-road adventure? Perhaps you're a vendor and want to get the word out about your great products. Send us an email to interviews at xjtalk.com or call and leave a voice or text message at 530-675-4102. 4102. We look forward to hearing from you. Yes, we do. Hey, now we're going to do a little uh, segment that we like to call Please Subscribe to Us on YouTube. We want you to subscribe. Please subscribe. Anyway, we've got 518 subscribers now on YouTube, uh, Josh. Yeah, the numbers keep crawling, uh, keep going up and everything. (laughs) Crawling, yes. Well, they do climb and uh, sometimes slowly, but uh, sometimes very fast. We appreciate each and every subscription. If your guys' name is on the list, we'll we'll get to it eventually, so hang tight. Today's, uh, well, this episode's four that we have on the list in no particular order. Rolling Dice, 83. Uh, Mythos. (laughs) Yeah, I think I did it pretty good. Mythos, 237. Patrick Delaney is in there as well. And uh, Flip Views channel. Oh, and by the way, we do subscribe back. So if you subscribe, we'll subscribe back to you. It's true. Anyway, youtube.com slash xjtalk. Hey, this part of the XJ Talk Show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like podcasts, there's a good chance you guys are going to like audiobooks too. Especially if you're busy like Tony and I, and we don't have time for all those pesky things with the pages and the words on them and stuff. Hey, besides, reading a book in traffic is kind of bad for your health. Why not just listen to it while you drive? Hey guys, from tech to sci-fi, fiction to fantasy, Audible.com has 150,000 titles to choose from. And even more adding every day. To get you started, the XJ Talk Show has got your hookup. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow, and you get one free title of your choice. That's, that's right. Pretty much anything on their site, absolutely gratis, absolutely free. And all you got to do is sign up. That's audibletrial.com slash xjtalkshow. You get a free book, and you help us out as well. And now we're, uh, we've are we got, uh, I believe this would be part two of last week's Radio Com Tech by uh, John. You also know him as Pre-Runner 1982 on XJTalk.com. And now it's time for some Radio Com Tech. Another warrior is on the mesa. This is Radio Com Tech with my favorite jeeper, John. Pre-Runner 1982. Last time on Radio Contact, I discussed GMRS and FRS radios as an alternative to the CB radio. This time I'll be discussing the MERS radio. Whereas the GMRS and FRS radios operate in the UHF range, The MERS radio operates in the VHF frequency range, mainly 151 and 154 MHz. 
MERS is, however, limited to five channels, though it is not required that you have a license in order to operate the radio. You're also limited to two watts, though you may have a removable antenna, which can increase your range. Normal range for a MERS radio is less than a couple miles, mainly due to the low wattage output uh, allowed. However, with an external antenna, depending on the height that it is mounted, your range can increase to 10 or more miles. Like the GMRS and FRS radios, the MERS radio also has to be Part 95 type accepted. However, with MERS, you're allowed to operate different modes uh, in addition to voice which includes FM, AM and phase modulation you can also operate data, telemetry, telecommand and digital. Since MERS is not limited to just voice transmissions there are other radio products that operate on the MERS frequencies wireless base station intercoms, wireless public address units, customer service call boxes, wireless remote switches, and wireless call boxes with and without gate opening capabilities. That's really about it for the MERS radio. Now there will be a link in the show notes to a write-up on xjtalk.com. And as always, if you have any questions, you're welcome to email me at freerunner1982 at yahoo.com. Until next time, this is John, Freerunner1982, saying 73. Hey, another great segment. Thanks, John. And wow, what a, a pretty good deal there on the production value. Hey, J hey, Josh. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually going to be uh, drafting up a comment to him as we speak here. I'm just writing and finishing up that because I have a hard time talking and typing at the same time. There we go. Yeah, I was going to send off a little something to John and congratulating him uh, with a very nice job done, man. That's uh, that's some excellent production work there and really glad to have you a part of the show and uh and submitting those and guys you can do the same thing you know tony and i uh, we just got some uh, some fancy equipment here but that doesn't mean you guys can't get in on some of the action as well and be a part of the show and get on the air just like john pre runner 1982 did with that radio Comtech right there whether it's a jeep tip electrical audio tips or you got a cb tip or something like that you guys can get on the show too using something like your smartphone you know all you got to do is download the uh tap a talk app or the tape a talk app i'm sorry tape a talk <laughs> app on your cell phone uh, even some of the newer cell phones have some great audio recording software built into them as well. Uh, record something while you're out on the trail or, you know, hop in uh, to a quiet room and record something uh, like a Jeep Tips or a uh, Radio Comtech, something like that, and let us know about it. And we'll figure out how we're going to go ahead and and, uh, and hook up and get that file to us and get that on the show. We'd love to have you guys a part of the show. We love the interaction. Keep it up. Thank you, John, pre 1982, for this week's Radio Comtech. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I haven't shared this with you yet, Josh. We got an email from Zach. He wants to know how to he, – actually, he wants to be set up on Dropbox so he can start sending us stuff. Hey, um, very cool. It was so many items that he wants to send us, it was almost threatening. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's great news. So we look forward to that, and we really appreciate you guys – uh, taking us up on our offer to uh, get set up on Dropbox and uh, start dropping things in our box. So oh, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> hey, should we talk about ball joints? No, we're not going to talk about ball joints. We're going <laughs> to talk about something that's uh, a hell of a lot better. Um, well, Tony, while, while we're here, so sliding right into our Memorial Day or our onto our uh, chit chat segment, I want to ask you how your Memorial Day went. It was pretty good. Uh, it started off uh, pretty interesting on uh, Saturday. We, uh, there was, uh, I think I was actually taking a shower and I heard, uh, the dog barking and the door chime go off. And, mm. uh, I thought, well, that's kind of strange. Maybe it's the neighbor coming over to, 
visit my wife or something, but that was even strange. So I got out of the shower and I came out and uh, something that's not too unfamiliar around here, uh, especially uh, since I buy a lot of things from Amazon, both for the Jeep and the computer stuff, there was a, a box. It was a delivery. And uh, uh, it was a, a USPS, a U.S. Postal Service box, uh, fairly good size uh, size box, not not you know huge, but something substantial. And uh, over the past year or so, I've been purchasing so many things on Amazon.com. I don't remember ordering it most of the time. I have to go back and look and try to figure it out. Awful. You know, the easiest thing to do is just open up the box and look and go, "Oh yeah, that's right." So. I know it's it's like you order something and a couple of days later it shows up uh, when you go Amazon Prime. Anyway, I opened this thing up and uh, uh, I looked in there and I thought, well, that's kind of strange. And it looks like a flag. You know how it's fold how they can fold it up into a triangle, a big triangle. Yeah, yeah. And you're probably thinking, wait a minute, did I order an American flag? Well, I had I actually had told my wife I wanted to get one because I wanted to stick outside, uh, especially like on Memorial Day. And yeah, uh, she totally. actually had purchased one, and I thought, well, this is strange. Did did I open this box? Is it? Uh, I mean, did I misopen this box? Was it uh, my uh, one of my girls that had ordered something? My my oldest girl is is big into uh, patriotism and history, and uh, she's actually got a, a "Don't Tread on Me" flag on her wall, and a, a nice big American flag in there as well. Good for her. So I thought maybe I'd misopened uh, her box, and you know, I looked and said no. Tony McRoy and okay. So I took the flag out and I saw that there was a, uh, a mountain patch, like a, a military patch attached to the flag. It's got a Velcro backing. So it was attached to the flag. And then I saw there was a manila folder in there. So I opened the manila, manila fo- folder and started looking at it. And, uh, I was really surprised. It, it all started coming to me because some, a month or so ago, Dan from, uh, you know, him from the four by four podcast, had, oh, yeah. had asked me um, uh, for my address that he was going to send me something. Ah. And I thought it was rather clever. I, I looked up on Google uh, on uh, Google Maps what my longitude and latitude was, and I gave him grid coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he didn't send the ordinance your way. So. No, he laughed, and he says, I don't, need, I don't need grid coordinates for anything I'm sending you. So I gave him my address, and uh, this flag oh, showed oh. up. Now, let, me, let me interrupt you for just sure. a quick second, Tony. Isn't Dan currently deployed? Yes. Uh, and I, I don't, you know, I don't know where this came from until I actually opened up the manila folder and, and read what it had to say about the flag. But yeah, he's over in Afghanistan. Some, uh, I think he's going to be there a total of 15 months all, all told. And, uh, uh, just recently had a, uh, the, a birth of a child, which I don't yeah, know, guys, right. I don't know if I could say, yeah, send me to Afghanistan. I want to go over there, uh, with my wife pregnant and, uh, two little girls already because, I don't care how good you are or how safe you are. That's, that's, that's dangerous. Uh, it's dangerous for the family as well, because you could uh, not be there with your family. And I don't know that I would have the courage to do that. Uh, I think it'd be easier to go over there and get shot at than it would be to the think about the possibility of, uh, uh, not returning home to my children, especially at that oh. young of an age. So, I mean, I can't say enough about uh, Dan going over there and doing that. And I'll, I'll add, he, he's continuing to do the, the 4x4 podcast from over there. Oh, he, the guy is just an absolute machine. <laughs> yeah, he actually recorded some extra uh, interviews and things, and he's been mixing them and, and then uploading them from Afghanistan. So if you've listened, oh, to, any of the, yeah, if you've listened to any of the recent uh, podcasts, uh, those are actually podcasts that uh, he's worked on uh, there in Afghanistan. Anyway. 
So, uh, and I, look, and I'm I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, but this amazes me that I can sit and chat with him online, and he's in Afghanistan, and I'm you know all the way around the uh, other side of the world, and we can just go back and forth, chat about things. It's just it's amazing. 21st century really is here. Oh, no, absolutely. That is that is just way cool. So. Uh, obviously, you know, you got a box. It came from Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, probably didn't, I don't know if it said that on there or not. I would have been a little weary opening a, a bo- random box from Afghanistan, but, uh, but no, it's so Dan sent you a flag and, and what was in the manila envelope? Well, the manila envelope, I'll, I'll show this up to the camera real quick, which is great for, uh, for podcasting audio podcast. Yeah. And I can't and see it. Reason- this is the reason, guys, you, you need to tune in to the live show every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central over at YouTube.com. You guys got to check out our YouTube channel, and it's where we broadcast our live show. You get to access to the pre-show as well as access to the post-show every Thursday, 10 p.m. Central. You guys can chat with Tony and I live in our chat section and, uh, well, all kinds of other fun as well. So right now, uh, Tony's going to hold up that certificate, and, uh, of course, uh, my, my screen is, is blocking part of it, as the picture-in-picture picture often does. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, that's uh, that's quite a big certificate that you got there, Tony. I was figuring it was 8.5 by 11 or something like that, but that looks uh, no, no, that's, quite... That's, no, that's what it is. God, I hope that's the size, because oh. the display case I ordered <laughs> for an 8.5 by 11 and a flag 14 inches uh, <laughs> bottom measurement. Anyway, so uh, the, the certificate says uh, 10th Mountain Division. Combined Joint Task Force 10, Regional Command East, uh, Bagram Airfield, Afghanistan. This flag of the United States of America is presented to Tony Mokoroy on behalf of all service members and civilians of Combined Joint Task Force 10, Regional Command East, and the 10th Mountain Division uh, LI in honor of your devotion and love of country. This flag, wow. yeah, this flag was flown over uh, CJTF 10 headquarters Bagram Airfield, Afghanistan, on the 4th of May, 2014. And it's signed by Rodney Ray Lewis, Command Sergeant Major, U.S. Army Division Sergeant Major. And also by, I'm sorry, and also by uh, uh, Stephan Townsend, Major General, U.S. Army, I'm sorry, (laughs) Uh, Commanding General. So, I mean, it's an amazing honor um, yeah, I find it hard uh, just to remember to uh, send emails back to people because, <laughs> you know, I'm busy. Yeah. And Dan's over there uh, uh, fighting for us in Afghanistan. And he took the time to uh, get all this signed and uh, boxed up and sent to me. It was a great honor. And um, it was amazing to to come on Memorial Day. Uh, in a post today, I, I, I said, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have it here in front of me, but uh, in the post that I put up about this, I, I, I said uh, on a weekend uh, that we're supposed to be thinking about our fallen soldiers, Memorial Day weekend, here was a soldier in Afghanistan thinking about a non-soldier. And if you think about it, that's what those soldiers that have given their lives and even the ones that continue to put, put themselves in harm's way what they do daily they're thinking about us and that's the reason why they're over there fighting now dan um dan and i chatted a little bit uh this morning uh and i had asked him some questions about it i asked him about the uh <clears throat> the division patch oh i haven't shown the flag i'm sitting here thinking about uh, all this stuff 
and you can see the division patch that he sent. I asked him about this, if it was a, a specific one to his unit, and he says it was. Now, why can't I turn that? There we go. I'm too stupid to do it. I'm, not, I'm used to a mirror. And here's the flag. It's your, your typical, beautiful American flag that you see uh, other nations burning from time to time. Mm. This one won't be. It'll be in a display case. And if somebody comes in my house and tries to do anything to it, I will uh, stop them. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll, I'll only go that far <laughs> in my words. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so I asked Dan about this uh, this patch because I'm not a military person and I don't really know that much about this stuff. So I asked him if this patch was unique to his division, and, and his response was, yes, that's our patches, uh, our division's patch. The cross bayonets is because we are infantry division. Let me see if I can get this back up here. The cross bayonets are, you know, we're an infantry division. The shape represents the power of a powder keg. And the mountain tab is unique because we are designed for alpine warfare during World War II. And then Dan also added, <clears throat> you may also be interested in knowing that the flagpole the flag was flown on is right next to one of the World Trade Center tower I-beams. It oh, was, wow. It was brought here and set in concrete outside our headquarter building as a memorial. Unbelievable. Yeah. That gave, that gave me chills up the back of my spine. Well, uh, seriously, I got goosebumps right now. That's, uh, that's just absolutely incredible. I normally have problems reading things, but that's what I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm having all these electrical shocks that go through me because this is, this is such a powerful thing. Uh, for really? somebody to give to me and uh, very much appreciative. Uh, my family uh, probably is not very happy because they can never buy me anything for, <laughs> cause I always buy things for myself. This yeah. is, this is something I could not have gotten for myself. This is not something that I could have bought for myself. Actually, if I'd bought it, it would not have meant the same thing as it is when somebody just says, you know, um, I'm going to send this guy this because, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I always try to use words in support of our military and support of our soldiers, especially the ones that have come back with uh, physical and uh, mental uh, injuries because of the war. And uh, I just, I'm a very staunch supporter of our military. And I think that uh, we ought to do a, a lot better job uh, in taking care of them, uh, both on field and uh, back home. So um, I, you know, uh, thank you very much, Dan. And, uh, if you guys, uh, don't have never been over to the four by four podcast, just go over to the four by four podcast.com and uh, listen to some of those uh, shows Dan has done and will continue to do. And you'll get a, a very good sense of, uh, how great a, a guy he is. And, you know, funny thing, Josh is Dan was a great guy before he sent me the flag. Yeah, no, uh, this <laughs> is just absolutely, uh, amazing. I'm, I'm almost speechless. And, I mean, the, the sentimental value that is that is now attached to that, its significance, uh, everything about that. I mean, just absolutely, completely priceless. And oh, yeah. uh, and I hope that that gets displayed very prominently in your home, Tony. That's just an absolutely amazing honor. Uh, big thanks uh, for me personally out to Dan uh, for for going out of his way to do that. Obviously, he didn't he didn't have to do that. Uh -huh. I'm sure that he had to pull some strings or something to make all of that happen. Uh, and, and for him to, to choose you out of all people, uh, to bestow that hey. honor upon is just, is just something <laughs> that, that was not a back, a backhanded compliment. I promise you. No, you know what? It's, it's funny. I'm making, I'm making light of it. It's funny. Cause my wife is looking at me and going, you know, why do people do this for you? <laughs> you know, cause it's like, 
my wife, who supposedly loves me, <laughs> thinks that I'm just too mean to people. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a line out of uh, out of uh, the uh, the Ron Burgundy uh, uh, story, the uh, Anchorman story, and be like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> so let me let me just add real quick. I did I did uh, allude to uh, the case. Uh, I found a, immediately went upstairs, got on the computer, got on Amazon, and started looking for a a flag case. Uh, I've never had a flag, and uh, and certainly never one from. Uh, our military, and certainly uh, not from Afghanistan, a field of battle. And I wanted to put this in a case so that it would be, uh, everybody's little sticky fingers would stay off of it, including my own. And uh, I found that they actually had uh, cases for flags and documents, which was perfect because I was thinking I was going to have to put the document in, in a nice uh, uh, framed glass thing next to it. But no, I can put them together. So for for 80 bucks. I uh, got this nice wood framed case, uh, glass, I think it's tempered glass, and uh, that's where this is going to be going, and I've been trying really hard not to touch it. Uh, I told Dan on chat that uh, when I get home every day, I look to make sure it's still where I left it, because I don't want want anybody messing with it. Oh, and this is the other interesting thing. Um, when my, my daughter got home uh, after, I think she was out Saturday when this came in, and she got home. And uh, my oldest daughter, Cassie, and uh, uh, I think uh, my wife pointed it out to her and she goes and she looks at it. She goes, she looks at the flag. It's like, you know, like, okay, it's a flag. And then she sees the, the badge that's on there and um, the patch rather. And then uh, it's like, oh, well, look at the, look at the, uh, the document in the folder. And she got teary eyed and was trying to hold back tears. And oh, she was just saying, this is amazing really is. So uh, my wife was very excited about it as well. And in fact, between uh, my wife and Cassie, <clears throat> excuse me, and Cassie, they are fighting over where this is going to be placed in our house. Oh, now I already is- had a place for it. I was going to put it right here in my room <laughs> so I could look at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, but this is a, this is an honor, not only for myself, but to the family. And I'm, I'm happy to share it with them. And thank you, Tony, for for sharing this with us as well. And and uh, uh, guys, uh, Tony does have some pictures of the flag, uh, the badge, and the document posted up at xjtalk.com. Uh, just head over to xjtalk.com and do a search for Memorial Day, and I'm sure that you can find that uh, that post very easily. Uh, and I would uh, encourage you guys to chime in and uh, and give your support. Uh, and please give your support to Dan over at the Four by Four Podcast. It's four by four podcast.com. Uh, he's doing some good things over there. Uh, probably about the only other guy that uh, can not only uh, be deployed at the same time uh, as doing a podcast, but also um, you know everything else that he does. So big thank again to Dan Dan Cole for uh, for putting this out there. Thank you. Yep, Captain Dan Cole. And I've got the uh, image of the uh, the document and the flag uh, up on your screen right now. If you're uh, live with us here tonight, Thursday, 10 p.m on youtube live of course if you can also watch this on the, our youtube channel uh youtube slash youtube.com slash xj talk well speaking of uh of deployment and uh and honor and uh any, everything patriotism i'd like to give a a plug out there and a big shout out to the hidden wounds xj project uh guys we, we've talked about this on the uh, on the podcast a few times before i very much encourage you guys to, to please head over to their facebook page that's uh, facebook.com slash hidden wounds XJ. Uh, these guys uh, really uh, just doing some amazing work over there. 
Um, they're, they're trying to put together this build right now. They actually just got the Cherokee here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, when it's done, uh, when the build is done, it's going to travel around to car shows and off-road events uh, to spread the word about uh, about soldiers coming back from from battle uh, with PTSD and TBI. It's post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury. Uh, these are hidden wounds. They're they're wounds that are not superficial. Uh, you can't see them, but it very much affects soldiers uh, as they come back from deployment. And uh, and I highly encourage you guys, please go over to the Facebook page, support them. They've got shirts, they've got stickers, all proceeds go to the build. Uh, Hidden Wounds XJ, go check them out. Hey, we got a caller. Let's uh, get Jake on here, see if he actually meant to get on the line or not. Got to click the right thing. Hey, Jake, you with us? I am. <laughs> What's going on, man? I'm back. What's going on? This is uh, Jake up in, uh, where are you, Jake? You're not in Conroe, are you? I am a fat. All right, Jake and Conroe, Conroe, Texas, USA. You know it. I, well, several things. For one thing, congratulations. That is really, that's just epic. It really is. And it just shows you the camaraderie and, the, and, and Jeep owners. Yep. Uh, by the way, Jeep, uh, Jeep. Dan is a Jeep owner and is an XGTalk.com member, and uh, he does quite a bit with his Jeep. Uh, so, yes, he does. Uh, Shows quite a bit of things on xgtalk.com and uh, on his uh, on site the uh, the four by four podcast. So Josh, I'm not Josh, sorry, Jake. What uh, what are you doing tonight? I'm surprised you haven't been here in so long. Uh, so should we chew on you about that or let let you slide? Uh, well, I got a pretty good excuse. I haven't been home for about three months. So. Oh, you've been uh, out uh, with your mom who has been ill for uh, a pretty good while, right? Yeah, she just, uh, at the beginning of February, got a bone marrow transplant. She's been battling leukemia for two years. Oh, boy, that's a tough battle. Yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, I know that uh, you have been posting up on xgtalk.com under the uh, uh, the prayers section, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, uh, those prayers that were given you are, are making a difference. They are. They are very much so, and I appreciate each and every one. So anything, well, anything new well, to go with the uh, with the Jeep there, uh, Jake? Oh yeah, yeah. Back home, finally get to go back work on it. I've been waiting three months to be able to do that. I uh, just received two days ago a fifty-inch LED light bar that's going to go up the top, and I've got to order a few parts to be able to do the rear disc brake swap. I already got a ZJ axle sitting out back waiting. Oh, that's very good. I love the disc brake swaps. I love seeing those get done on the Cherokees. It's a uh, it's a fantastic upgrade. It's a great improvement uh, for the stopping power on any Cherokee. So that's uh, that's gonna be a fun project. And I hope you uh, you take pics along the way and and uh, and post it up in your build thread on xjtalk.com. Oh, Jake does a great oh, job definitely. of posting up. So yeah, we really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Well, best of luck on the yeah, uh, on the uh, on the conversion there on the XJ, Jake, and uh, and of course all all the best goes out to to you and your family, and of course your mom, and uh, best wishes and prayers there as well. Yeah, Jake, thanks a lot for calling in. We really appreciate it. Amazon.com and the XJ Talk Show present. You bought what? Well, guys, time for a little bit of levity. We got real serious there for a little bit, so we're not going to lighten things up just a little bit and and have some fun. Uh, this is the uh, part of the show we do every other week called Amazon You Bought What? And uh, and how it works is uh, the XJ Talk Show and Amazon.com have a great relationship going on. 
Uh, and how it works is uh, we encourage you guys to, to head over to xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com. You're going to find an Amazon banner right there on the homepage. You click on that, it takes you straight over to amazon.com where you can do any online shopping you can possibly think of and purchase, well, anything from a big screen TV to Jeep parts to, well, some of the weird, crazy stuff that we find on the list here every now and again that throws us a nice little curveball and gives us something funny to talk about. You guys aren't going to pay a red cent, not a dime more for anything that you purchase, but Amazon.com gives us a small little kickback. It's a great way for you guys to support the show and help us keep the lights on over at the XJ Talk Show. And not only that, but Amazon has agreed to give us a small little list of what you guys have been buying. Now, we don't get to see who's buying what. All we get to see is basically what's on the list and, well, roughly about how much it costs and everything. And uh, that's the list that we go through during this part of the show called Amazon You Bought What. And it's always fun. I don't care what the what people buy. It's always fun to go through. It's it's neat seeing what people, uh, not only what they what they've purchased on Amazon.com, but the the people what they buy and they've thought of us before they went over to buy it. So it's like a two step process. Go into xjtalk.com or xjtalkshow.com, clicking on the link. It takes you automatically over to Amazon, and then you shop. So wow, I mean, they thought of us before they went to Amazon, Josh. That's what this means. Yeah, now that's really cool stuff. And and yeah, basically this means that you guys are going out of your way to help support the show. Tell a friend about it too. You know somebody who's about ready to buy something online, turn them on to this little process. It's just one extra click they got to do, and it really helps uh, helps promote the show and, and helps support the show as well. And, and really, it's just that little kickback, and we're talking just you know fractions of a percent here. Uh, and it all goes right back into the show to help you know bring more production value. And of course, segments like this, yeah, where we have some fun. So I'm going to dive right in here, and uh, and in the you know, apparel and accessories division, we find an extra big size flex fit capstone, uh, and I'm not sure exactly what is on it, but uh, nonetheless, it's an extra big, uh, extra big size is how they call it, extra big size. Now I've got a big melon head myself, so I don't even know what my hat size is, but uh, I know that uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, the 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 flex fit backs don't fit me. So something like this, extra big size flex fit. Uh, would definitely fit my big blockhead. Well, I'm glad you didn't pick the one I wanted. I wanted to do this <laughs> men's slash women's one size suspenders, adjustable, various neon colors, but this one's in black. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have you ever oh, seen a woman wearing that. suspenders? I mean, I can't, outside well, the bedroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say there's time and place for that sort of thing, but yeah. <laughs> No, that's cool. I, I love the suspenders. Uh, you know, actually, uh, I own a couple pairs of suspenders, but they're not neon. Oh, they're not rainbow. And I, you know, I've got something like that as well. But that, those are for uh, very specific outfits and uh, suits and things like that. So uh, but moving, moving right along here, I, I saw the polyurethane and I got all excited, especially <laughs> blue polyurethane. Now, that's that, that's that's some cool stuff right there. But this is a parts unlimited blue polyurethane fuel line. It's five sixteenths inch inside diameter and a 25 foot roll. So that might be going with this Airtex E2000 electric fuel pump that's on the list as well. Somebody doing some fuel work on their Jeep. You know, you may be, uh, you may have a problem if you every time you smell polyurethane, you start salivating. Yeah, it's a, what do they call that? A Pavlovian response. <laughs> Pavlovian yeah, response. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, it looks like somebody's doing some. Uh, mm, I don't know. It, uh, uh, I shouldn't have picked this one. It looks like a shum matcher. Uh, BAFMT coated marine terminal in that wouldn't be like for a battery that would be like a uh, one of those metal clip with a hole type thing on it wouldn't it 
Um, possibly Schumacher. Now that's the only Schumacher I know is, uh, is the, uh, was a formula one racer. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know if that, uh, uh has anything to do with it, but the Schumacher BAF, uh, MT two, uh, the terminal in it's marine coated and, and these are basically, you know, kind of what you uh, end up putting on the battery. These are battery yeah. terminals for all intents and purposes, but they've got the, uh, the post on one end. So you just clamp these onto the battery and then you've got uh, you know, like a, a butterfly wing nut type of thing, uh, on, on the one side that you can load up, uh, you know, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of accessories onto. These are the kind of posts that I actually have on my battery. Uh, I use the, um, uh, the brass kind, uh, that are, you know, basically corrosion free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't be one of the best purchases I've ever done for my electrical system. So let's see, we've got one here. It's, oh, K&N, that's cool. Yeah. K&N 810261 fuel filter. Uh, I wonder if that's the same person that uh, purchased the uh, the fuel pump and the fuel line. Uh, but a K&N fuel filter. So I'm going I'm to assume that's something that goes in line uh, most likely. And, well, that's a great addition to any fuel system. I think I'd mention here real quick, if you, if you actually know what the K&N 810261 uh, fuel filter is, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Yeah, was Josh that, just deleted that while I was reading it? If you know anything <laughs> about that specific part number, uh, I'll just mention on Amazon it's six. Uh, sorry, seven dollars and sixty-eight cents. So if that's a steal of a deal, you might want to head over there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that is an inline filter. I'm looking at an image of one of those things right now, and uh, yeah, definitely a nice little addition. So I mean, if you, if you're the fuel filter that's built into the uh, the pickup on the. Uh, on, on the mechanism that's inside the tank is, is well, not working well for you. That might be something you want to add to your fuel system to, well, keep things clean. Well, see, so I'm, this, uh, I'm, go ahead. I'm torn between these two. I don't know if I want to, uh, I'm going to go with this one because I think I got a decent joke. Um, <laughs> the Brute Power 90119 new clutch kit. Now, this is $107.86, so this is a, a big buy, yeah. uh, at least for us on uh, Amazon.com. And uh, I, 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 when I first read that, I thought, hey, that reminds me, I need to get some new cologne because I'm almost out. Brute. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Went a long way for a bad joke. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a long drive for that. But <laughs> so what else we got here? We've got, uh, oh, speaking of, uh, well, no, that was the Brute Power Clutch Kit that you just, uh, I mean, yeah, $107. That, mm-hmm. that, is, that is just awesome. I was torn so, between it and the radiator. Yeah, you know, I've, seen, I've been seeing a lot of radiator stuff on our list this, Summertime. Uh, recently. Summertime's uh, coming up. Yeah, somebody, well, it, you know, weather's starting to get warmer and everything else, so, you know, there might be some overheating problems that uh, that have been kind of lurking for a little while and, and are just now rearing their ugly head, and, well, mm-hmm. people are having to take care of them. So this one is interesting because there's no description, it's just a title, but it's underneath the books section, and it's called Speaker for the Dead. Ooh. Yeah, definitely got my interest. I'm going to look that one up. That might be something you guys can find over at audible.com even. (laughs) I thought you were going to let the whole thing play. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't want to get another call like this. It's a cheap podcast, fellas. (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah, speaking of books, you know, and I bet you they got these on audible.com as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. The uh, Chronicles of Narnia. $18.64. $18.64. You know, they're cheaper if you get them for the Kindle, guys. But uh, they, uh, they're they even easier to read if uh, somebody else is reading them to you. So, audible.com. Well, let's see. I've got one here. This is uh, Amazon Basics USB 2.0 A male to A female. Yeah, that's a good matchup right there. Extension cable, 9.8 feet. 
nine and over nine and a half feet of USB extension. Very interesting. I wonder what they're relocating. Oh my God, Josh, there's so many, so many left here that I, I just don't know what to pick, but we need to wrap this up. Uh, I'm going to go with this Vizio uh, 5.1 soundbar with wireless subwoofer and satellite speakers. 212 bucks. Cha-ching. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, we've had some big purchases here. I think uh, last uh, last holiday season, we actually had a big screen TV that was purchased, a 50-inch big screen TV that somebody purchased through Amazon.com. And uh, guys, it's not a contest, but we do love <laughs> seeing those big purchases. Uh, we also like seeing this little stuff like bacon salt and heart-shaped oh. confetti and things like that that uh, they get thrown out there every now and again. So guys, keep up the purchases. A great list. It's been growing just by leaps and bounds. So keep up the great work. Keep those purchases coming. Head over to our websites, xjtalkshow.com or xjtalk.com. Click on the Amazon banner and shop away. We just found out what you bought. Oh my God, I just can't believe that made it on the list. <laughs> I just can't believe you can do all those voices. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to do our uh, play an interview that we did, uh, oh, I guess a couple of three weeks ago now. I know uh, uh, Jesse has been uh, more than ready for me to uh, put this uh, <laughs> this up on the show. And uh, actually, let's see, uh, I've got a, I noticed I got some uh, some chat here. Um, what, what is it? They, uh, they're, t they're talking to me here on Facebook during the show. Uh, it's like, uh, Hey, is this, I think this is from, uh, Angelic, uh, Jesse's girl. And, uh, oh, there's a song in that, isn't there? Um, I was going to say, I don't think there's a song in there, isn't there? <laughs> she says, uh, Hey, is this, the, is, is his interview going to be on the air tonight? And then there's some sort of uh, threatening symbol. She put Oh no, I'm sorry. That's just a little smiley face. So that's, that's cool. So yes, uh, Angelic, uh, it is. It's going to be on just here in a second. Now, uh, if you guys aren't aware, we've been teasing this a little bit, but of course, uh, some of you may have missed out on it. Uh, Jesse is uh, with the uh, the team XJR Racing, and he is taking his daily driver, uh, two wheel drive Jeep Cherokee, not to be confused with the 2014. And uh, he is uh, doing things to the motor, the 4.0, to make it go fast, as in quarter mile fast. And I believe he was currently at 13 uh, on the, uh, the quarter mile, 13 seconds on the quarter mile, but he was shooting for 11 seconds. Now, <clears throat> the, the big thing about this is, I mean, more so than it just being a Cherokee, the big thing about this is, is that he's doing it uh, naturally aspirated, as well uh -huh. as the uh, 4.0. Yeah, because there's guys out there that are adding superchargers, turbo, NOS, you know, the whole nine yards uh, to keep this thing naturally aspirated and in the 13-second range and maybe even knocking on the door of 12 seconds or less. That is extremely impressive for, <laughs> for a four-liter Jeep. That is just fantastic. I can't wait to hear this. Well, that's a brick with wheels with a, a hell of an engine that, that really isn't designed to go fast. It's, no, it's a lot of torque, you know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of torque, which you know is very important in going fast, but you, you it doesn't. I mean, uh, five thousand RPMs is uh, is the top uh, top rev on these things, so it's not mm -hmm. something that you would think of when you think you don't think about racing, uh, and you certainly don't think about drag racing. Uh, <laughs> at least not taking one to a strip with a uh, a pretty pretty much stock 4.0. So the uh, we're going to play this interview here for you, and uh, you'll uh, I want you to pay attention closely to his corporate sponsors. Now, 
He's just mm. an individual. And he went out and spoke to these guys, the various places, and they were helping him out. And sometimes they were helping him out to the tune of uh, custom uh, modify, or, uh, modifying uh, a header that was made for a TJ. They customized it to fit in an XJ. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, not only were they giving him stuff to put on the, the Jeep, they were modifying it in their shop before they sent it out to him. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get to that interview right now. Hey guys, we're back with another interview. It's been a pretty good while since we've had an interview and uh, actually we're lucky enough uh, that uh, Jesse here was uh, beaten up on me saying, hey, I want to be on the show. I want to do an interview. I want to tell you guys about my uh, quarter mile XJ naturally aspirated 4.0 liter engine. Jesse, I don't think it could be done, but before we get into that, <laughs> let's hear let's hear a little bit about you. What uh, uh, your name is Jesse Ryder, where you're located, and, uh, you know, just some background about yourself. Right on, man. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, my name's Jesse Ryder. I'm the owner and chief mechanic of Team XJR out of Eagle Point, Oregon. And um, what we're doing is trying to be a time set by Cherokee XJR of 12.9 in their Turbo XJ, and we're going to do it with a naturally aspirated motor. Now, how in the world do you think you're going to be able to accomplish that? That That is pretty damn fast. Um, the main thing for us is, is finding out what works and what doesn't and um, trying to combine everything together. Uh, right now, we've got a good MSD ignition system on there, uh, stage two K&N cold air intake, um, custom exhaust by Flowmaster. I mean, that was a big thing. Our sponsors, Flowmaster, hooked us up with a modified scavenger series header and a full entire uh, header back exhaust system. Um, also running uh, BBK 62-millimeter throttle body, uh, oversized injectors, and uh, a handful of other stuff. Um, one of the biggest things that's going to give us a good amount of horsepower is an aluminum head, and uh, there's only one company that makes those, and that's Hesco. They run you a pretty penny, but it's also a big boost in horsepower. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realize it was a big boost in horsepower. I, realize, I mean, I understand the lighter it is and the more horsepower you have, the faster you're going to go. Uh, but I didn't realize that uh, that actually was a boost. I guess what I did was I looked at the Hesco head, and I went, oh, so pretty. Oh, God, so expensive. Turn page. <laughs> Move forward in yeah, the browser. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things that, that really helps out with that head is, is being that the four liters run so hot. And um, with that aluminum head, the uh, air-fuel mixture is setting off a lot cooler than it would with the cast uh, cast iron one that comes with it. Well, that's interesting. I, I didn't realize that. Uh, hmm. You're getting me thinking here, uh, Jesse. I, I don't want to spend that kind of money. What are those things? They're about a grand, aren't they? Uh, $1,800 is uh, directly from Hasco. Yeah, they're a pretty penny. You know, it's it's a, it's a one that's really, really hard to justify. But if you're going to make it fast, you got to spend the money. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're going to, don't go out there to play unless you're going to pay. I mean, uh, and it's great that you've got sponsors. You kind of you kind of hit on that. What uh, what sponsors do you have for this uh, this this mad thing that you're trying to do? Uh, our biggest supporters, our biggest sponsors, by far, Flowmaster, B and M, and Hearst. Um, the people there, you know, they really care about the little guy. Um, our team is small. We got one build that we're working on, Project White Thunder, and um, 
you know, later on down the line, we'll probably do an off-road project with a full-size waggy. But, um, yeah, I mean, Flowmaster, those are our, our people. I mean, they're just great. And, uh, you know, every time we're in a crunch, they always got our back. So, I mean, big shout-out to those guys. Oh, that's great. It's great to hear, too, because uh, this isn't a money-making deal for you. This is just a hobby that you're trying to do. And uh, these sponsors have jumped in and, and helped you out, which is uh, just great to hear, surprising to hear. It's it's very nice to to know that somebody can have a dream and uh, all you have to do is uh, uh, be driven towards that dream. And uh, there's uh, companies that will help you out. I mean, I'm sure it'll help them to uh, sell their product. And I, I know it's not a altruistic uh, endeavor that they're going for here. They, they want to promote their product. But, you know, I could see them doing that towards somebody that had uh, – Oh, gee, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollar XJ trying to uh, out on the Bonneville salt fats trying to break seven hundred miles an hour. Now, did I just give you an idea, Jesse? Is that what you might try in the future? <laughs> you know, um, you you really nailed it. I mean, uh, there's so many people out there with a lot more uh, financial backing and and a lot more uh, you know available to them. This is something that I fund uh, out of my pocket. Uh, all our builds. I mean, as far as parts go, we get help from time to time, but uh, you're you're right. I mean, this is a a hobby of mine. It's something that makes me happy and I enjoy doing. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're the definition of mom and pop, you know, just starting out and doing what we love. Well, tell me what you've done so far. Now, I believe you said you've already done some 13, 13 second quarter miles. Is that true? As of right now, we're running a 13.9 and a quarter mile. Um, I want to try and lighten up the XJ without butchering it because, you know, I, I love my Jeep. Um, we have our, uh, the PCM is performance programmed by Super Chips, and I'm also running a flash pack, which helps out a lot with the motor running at its full potential. You know, it's letting it know just how far it can go, and that, that was a big boost for us. Well, that's interesting. I uh, I might actually talk to you a bit about that offline. I've been having some issues with mine since I put my crane cam and uh, 60 over pistons, and uh, it sounds like I didn't realize that somebody could flash the ECM on those things. It might be worth me getting one and, and letting them do some stuff to it, see if I can't uh, open mine up a little bit. And that's the thing. A lot of the stuff that we've done to this project is stuff that people didn't know was available for the 4.0. Um, for example, the header we're running, um, they don't usually fit. It's a scavenger series from Flowmaster. They usually only fit Wranglers, and the techs at Flowmaster actually modified a few of the pipes so everything would clear. So my XJ is the only one running that particular header in the whole entire world. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned the Wrangler because it seems to me that's the thing you see most people uh, doing super modifications to, you know, making it very torquey. I'm sure we've all seen the video where the uh, the Wranglers in the parking lot doing a, a, a tight circle, and he actually flips the thing because of the torque and the uh, uh, from the engine. So uh, yeah. I, I think it's really cool that you're you're uh, taking this uh, brick and trying to move it down the uh, the track so fast. Yeah, and you know, um, I've I've caught. Uh, a lot of jokes and whatnot, uh, you know, well, why don't you just do it to a muscle car or something? And, and the thing is, I mean, I got my first Jeep when I was 15 years old. It was a 76 J10 full-size truck. And uh, I've been in love with Jeeps my whole life. Um, when I bought the Cherokee, it was a factory two-wheel drive. And the first thing that came to mind is 
let's make it fast. You know, I, I'm a big fan of muscle cars. I'm a big fan of Mopar. And, you know, I, I want to be different. I want to break stereotypes that, you know, Jeeps are only jacked up. I mean, I love off-roading, but, I mean, this is something that uh, a lot of people don't see. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've actually had uh, Matt Adair from uh, Petty Cash Racing uh, on our show before, and that was another deal where somebody was taking a, a Jeep Cherokee and taking it out to the track, the same track that uh, you see these uh, uh, high-paid uh, racers with their high-paid automobiles racing around it, and, and they were going out uh, in this Le Mans race, uh, Lemon said a certain way, <laughs> and, and driving for 24 hours. Uh, at racing yep. it and uh, it was amazing thing to hear i had no idea you know i've just got my little cherokee and my little uh, four-wheel drive corner of the world and uh, here i'm hearing about uh, people racing and uh quarter mile racing and uh, hey i think it's great i mean i don't know if everybody did but i think when we were all first getting into automobiles that was the thing that was the most exciting to us because how fast can you go in that quarter mile or half mile or you know whatever it was uh, usually right. on the street, but <laughs> you know, you have to, you have to learn and grow up. Uh, I personally got out of doing that stuff because, uh, I didn't ever think I was going to kill myself. I figured I was going to kill somebody else, either a passenger or somebody I hit. Uh, so that's <laughs> right. the reason why I got into trucks and Jeeps was because I needed something that I could, uh, not go, not feel like I needed to go really fast in. Right. Right. Yeah. Understood. I mean, um, uh, usually with my project, it, people either love it or they hate it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that say Jeeps are for going fast. And, you know, it, it's it's pretty much correct. But the thing is, I mean, the 4-liter engine is such a great engine. There's so much out there that you can do to it. And a lot of people have said, well, you know, drop a small block in. And it's like, well, that takes away from the originality of what we're trying to do. We're exactly. trying to take the original power plant and just beef it up as much as we can and, and just make it something that's breaking the mold. Now, is this a stroker or did you say something or a post or something about going to a stroker in the future? Um, after, in, in August, we're going to be trying to break uh, Cherokee XJR's 12.9 second quarter mile run. And we're going to do it in a naturally aspirated four liter. After that's done, we're going to turn it into a 4.8 stroker with a Eaton M90 supercharger on it. And um, I've talked to a lot of techs, and they said it can be done. One of the things you got to do is run a smaller pulley, and get you'll get about 9 to 11 PSI out of it, forced induction. Okay. Now, let me ask you, I don't want to go too far off on the technical side of, the, side of things, but um, I've, I've learned because of what I was uh, doing with my engine that the springs that come uh, with the 4.0 head really aren't strong enough for much of a cam. In, in fact, with right. the, the crane cam that I'm running, I'm at the edge, and I think that's what's causing my problem. I kind of have a, uh, it almost seems like a valve floating issue between 4200 and 4500. After 4500, it lights right up all the way to 5000, which isn't very far, but you can physically feel that it's taken off. And right. uh, but, but during that, uh, that very 2500 RPM time frame, it's, it almost feels like it's going backwards. So I don't right. know if it's springs or if it's the computer or what. Now, you've had to have tackled this problem. You know, um, as far as, as with the PCM and the horsepower that we put into it, um, we're still working out some bugs. 
but um, I mean, nothing really too major. It's just uh, it's just a matter of trying to tune everything in so I don't blow the thing up or break something. You know, <laughs> I got to be able to go down the track successfully. So basically, you haven't had an issue with any valve floating because the springs aren't uh, uh, strong enough or quick enough. Are you using stock springs on yours? Yes, yes. Um, we haven't really dipped into the internals too much, but um, it's a low mileage XJ um, that might, you know, have some help in our scenario. Okay, cool. Well, I was just uh, just wondering about that. I figured that you had run across the same issue. Uh, that I did. Of course, I don't know for sure that it's a spring issue. It may it may be something else. The the cam could be throwing off the timing enough where the c- computer is getting confused about the timing. I don't know. One of the things I right. got to figure we're definitely, out. We're definitely on a learn as we go type of curve. You know, there's some stuff that don't work, and you know, you got to get back to the drawing books and and you know, find something that is going to be successful in the in, in the engine. Now, you mentioned earlier that you don't want to really trash your XJ, so this sounds kind of sounds like a daily driver. I really figured you were stripping this thing to the bare bones, maybe putting a, a small cage in it just to be safe, and uh, just really ripping the weight off of it, but it doesn't sound like you're going that direction. You know, sir, you're exactly right. Um, this is my daily driver. I drive it to work every day. Um, the thing with it that, that is definitely beneficial to me, being a two-wheel drive, it's about 600 pounds lighter than a four-wheel drive XJ, just due to the four-wheel drive components, you know, T-case, uh, front axle, stuff like that. Um, we weigh in, car and driver, uh, with my jack and subwoofers and everything, right around 3,200 pounds. Yeah, that's the nice thing about unibodies. You don't have that uh, heavy frame. Now, uh, yeah, come to think of it, unibodies, do you have any problem with flex? I don't know how much uh, how much torque you're getting out of this thing, but uh, have you done anything to the unibody or, or plans to do anything to the unibody to try to keep it from flexing um, as much? We haven't really done anything structurally yet. Um, I, have a good, I have a good welder uh, that I, I'm in cahoots with that, um, you know, it, when that day comes and we do have to do some reinforcement, um, you know, that'll be also something that goes on the drawing board. Okay. Well, at least it's something that you've uh, you've already thought about. Yeah, I was just curious. I, I, I may be, it may be uh, several uh, thousand horsepower and a lot more uh, uh, torque feet that uh, requires that, but it crossed my mind that uh, I know when you take them out and wheel them and you twist them up, you can kind of cause a, a weakening of the, uh, the unibody. And uh, I could well imagine that uh, going down the uh, the track uh, could uh, repeatedly could do the same thing. Correct, correct. Yeah, we want to do a cage eventually. That'll probably be after we do a forced induction and really go crazy with the horsepower. Um, probably a cage, you know, and and just do some minor reinforcements where where it counts, you know, so we don't damage anything as far as uh, you know twisting the thing in half. So this thing still has the glass and everything in it, and, and as far as long-term plans, you don't ever plan on having this not be a daily driver, do you? No, no. Um, actually, after uh, after the force induction, uh, we're not going to go too much crazier with it. Um, we actually put it up to a vote uh, with our fans to either build a full-size off-road project, like a Wagoneer or something, or a Mopar or AMC muscle car, a Javelin or a Duster or something like that. We really want our fans to kind of, you know, make the choice for us because we're open to anything. Well, that's kind of the way it is over at xjtalk.com. We uh, we love it when people come in and say, hey, help me spend money. What should I do to my Jeep? 
because we all right. have ideas yeah. with other people's money. <laughs> you know, I think that's a great thing about the Jeep community is we can all, you know, share what we've done with each other and get new ideas and it, it keeps it fresh, you know, and, and that's one thing I love about Jeeps in general. And there's always so much you can do to make it your own. Absolutely. I think it's a wonderful idea. Of course, I'm a big uh, Jeep Cherokee fan uh, as well as a Wrangler fan, but I think it's really cool that you, you're taking something that, uh, you know, they made nearly 3 million of these things and uh, people are still doing uh, off the wall uh, things that people say can't be done. Why are you messing with this? Use a Mustang, yep. use a Charger, anything other than a Jeep. And then uh, people are just blown away whenever the uh, the Cherokee uh, comes out on top uh, or at least close to the top. And we're talking about the XJ people, not that 2014 thing. Maybe in 15 years we'll be talking about it, but I kind of doubt it. Hey, Jesse, that let's... Uh, is, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, go oh, ahead. Go ahead, sir. No, I want to hear what you were going to say about the 2014. You know, um, I, I can't justify that being a Jeep. Uh, I just, I grew up with, you know, rugged, reliable, four-wheel drive vehicles, or just the, the way Jeep should be. And seeing this grocery getter crossover, whatever it is, I mean, it's it's a shame. It really is. You know, I'll stick to my old school real Jeeps and uh, leave that thing for whoever's buying them. Well, thank God they made so many of them. So they, we should have them to play with for a very long time. And uh, we can just uh, ignore that uh, bastardized child that uh, Jeep has made. Hey Jesse, I, I know there's more. yeah, I know there's ways that uh, people can uh, keep up with you uh, online. Uh, how can uh, people contact you? How can they watch what you're doing? How they how can they get information as uh, as they need it from you? Um, everybody, please, please feel free to get on Facebook and uh, like our page. It's Team XJR, and uh, picture White Thunder will be his um, profile picture. Um, also, we're going to be setting up a YouTube channel just to show our test runs and, and builds, you know, as far as anybody that's interested in following that. Um, in August sometime, not a specific date yet, we'll be going to set that record or break that record, I should say. And uh, I'll be sharing that on the page. So, yeah, mostly our Facebook page is uh, where you guys can find us. And please feel free to check us out. Well, Jesse, can we talk you into coming over to uh, xjtalk.com and being a member and uh, posting up over there as well? Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. That's great. Well, thank you very much for being with us tonight. And uh, I know uh, just from the uh, uh, the post that I put up on Facebook earlier before our interview, and uh, must have had 20 or 30 replies from people, uh, that uh, everybody's really excited about this. It's got to be a wonderful feeling to be doing something that you love and to have so many people interested uh, and, and wanting to hear more about it and wishing you so so much uh, so well and uh, hoping that you reach your goal. And I'm quite sure you will. Oh, sir, I, right back to you. I appreciate this opportunity, and, and your show is great. Um, I also wanted to you know let the people know we, we appreciate all your support. A lot of people see the XJ, and uh, you know they're like, wow. This is the real deal. You know, people hear about a race Jeep and then they say, you oh, know, that's silly. And then they see it and they're like, wow, you know, this is uh this is a real stuff. <laughs> that's great. Thanks again, Jesse. Thank you, sir.
Well, big thanks out there to Jesse Ryder for uh, doing that interview here with us over at XJ Talk Show and and uh, support. You guys got to go over to Team XJR Racing and go check out White Thunder. Uh, it really is a pretty cool Jeep. He's got that thing uh, set up pretty good. I was very much surprised to see that it was a four door, uh, but they're doing some great things with that. And and all the luck uh, to Jesse, you and your team. And I really hope you guys beat that record. Boy, you're picking the hottest month out of the year to beat that uh, beat your speed record. Uh, you know, I'd say you go know, do it in a, in a colder month. You get that colder air in there, a little more dense. You might be able to you know knock off a few tenths of a second. Anyways, uh, big thanks again to Jesse with uh, Team XJR Racing. Go check out the Facebook page, guys, and uh, and support what they're doing. And guys, everybody's got a Jeep story to tell. Uh, you don't have to be part of a race team or anything like that. We'd love to hear about maybe your recent wheeling trip. Uh, if you're interested in doing an interview on the XJ Talk Show, please send an, uh, uh, an email to interviews at xjtalk.com or just reach out to Tony and I through a private message over at xjtalk.com. Yep, yep. And uh, now we get to one of our favorite segments, our voicemails. Hey, this is Tony. And this is Josh from the XJ Talk Show. We want to thank you for calling our 24-7 voice line. Yes, we do. Just leave your first name and your question or comment. There's no guarantee, but we may play your message on the podcast. Oh, and don't worry about keeping it clean. We'll take care of that. Now it's your turn to speak at the beep. Hey, this is Mickey D. And I've got a problem this week. My belts are squealing on me. They keep telling my wife that I'm eating fried food. <laughs> Nobody likes a stool pigeon. Remember, snitches get stitches. I'll catch you later. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, but I'll rem- remind you, nobody likes a greasy stool either. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Altona Mud from the XJ Talk Forum. I am from Altona, Manitoba, Canada. A. I look forward to the podcast every week, listening to Tony and Josh talk about Jeeps. You guys have a great week and take off, eh? Hey, Ozer. Hey, don't you know? I have to tell you guys, just to let him off the hook, a lot of that he threw in there because of the chat we were having, and I encouraged him to go over and leave a voicemail for us. He says, I can't. It'll cost too much money. And I, I, I reminded him about SpeakPipe and explained to him how right. it worked. And uh, I said uh, I was a big McKenzie Brothers fan from Second City TV in their segment with uh, <laughs> those two guys that were Canadian, eh? And they were drinking brews and, <laughs> and donuts. Hey, this is a jelly. And uh, I said, if you could, if you could say uh, out, uh, which is oot <laughs> in oot. Canadian. Oot. <laughs> and, uh, oot. Eh? Oot. <laughs> so he threw, he threw those in there. He's a good sport. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, very good. I've I've actually got family up in Canada, and uh, yeah, you know, lo- love love the Canucks, love our uh, our Canadian brethren. So uh, you know, that's that's cool. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, for all of our international inter- listeners, uh, Speakpipe is the way to go. Just head over to xjtalkshow.com, and you'll see the little pop out right there on the right hand side of the screen. You can leave us a voicemail right through the internet. Yeah, xjtalkshow.com. We do not have the Speakpipe on xjtalk.com, so you need to go to xjtalkshow.com. If you're looking at the video, it's right there at the bottom of the screen. Hey, this is Mickey G. And uh, I just listened to the podcast last night. I like to put it on YouTube and uh, minimize it, have it playing in the background while I uh, do my work. And uh, when I say work, I mean play large amounts of Candy Crush. <laughs> I like the background noise. I like the 
listen to YouTube so I can hear the pre-show and the post-show. And I'm just uh, tooling along, and I get to the post-show, and I hear you guys talk about ice in your underwear. <laughs> and it raises all kinds of questions. <laughs> oh, uh, Crushed ice, cube huh. ice, dry ice, glacier ice, oh, what kind of ice? <laughs> and uh, the biggest question is, though, is, where do I send my therapy bill? Because I can't get any sleep at night over this. <laughs> well, All right, I'll, guys, I'll uh, chat later. Have I'll, a good one. Bye. I'll, I'll just mention, Nikki, that if you add salt to that ice. Oh, no, no, no. Then it actually gets colder <laughs> and it adds flavoring. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> wants your flavored crotch ice. <laughs> hey, this is Nikki G. And, uh. Keep thinking about uh, the post show where you guys are talking about putting ice in your underwear. And uh, I was going to be a bigger man and not go for the obvious shrinkage joke. Oh, yeah, I just went there. All right, guys. I'll catch you later. Goodbye. Oh, it got me laughing as hard as uh, when I hear a Josh's subconscious. Uh, it's pretty good stuff, Nikki G. Guys, you got you can get in on the fun too, just like Nikki G did. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Hey, you just want to say uh, say hey or give a shout out to a good buddy or something like that. Give us a call at our twenty four seven voicemail line five three zero six seven five four one zero two. That's five three zero six seven five four one zero two. Josh, we got to say uh, a new review. It's uh, an iTunes review, and uh, it's our first non five star, but we appreciate it anyway. Uh, this is from, uh, looks like Ben J four fifty five. He says, good show with an exclamation mark and four stars. I don't really use the forum. This podcast is based on, but the topics they cover are here are very useful. Well, we do try. Yeah. We've got a lot, a lot of good tech that we enter and, uh, and we, and we give to you guys on a weekly basis. Uh, and so hopefully well, you guys are getting, making some use out of that stuff. Very, very much appreciate the four star review. Uh, could love a five star review, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> we'll take what we can get. So, uh, Benja four fifty five or Ben J a or Ben J. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce that Benja. in any case, unless thank you very much for the review and taking the time to leave a comment. Yes. We really do appreciate it. Uh, making light of the four stars, but we do appreciate it. And oh, yeah. uh, if you guys want to leave us a one star and uh, criticize us on something, it doesn't do anything but help us. So, nope. I mean, everybody, everybody is uh, patting us on the back and saying great job. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's fine. I mean, if it really is that good, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's me. Maybe I just don't have the uh, confidence I need to, to believe that, but I, I just always think that we can improve uh, and Josh is the same way. So please feel free to let us know how we can, how we can improve and make a better show for you guys. Always looking for that constructive criticism. Yep. Well, hey, guys, one more big shout out to the Hidden Wounds XJ Facebook page. Please friend them and pick up some of their stickers or T-shirts to help support the cause. Also want to give a big thanks to John Prerunner1982 for this week's Radio Comtech. And, of course, as well, big thanks out there to Jesse for the interview from Team XJR. Yep, yep. And I want to remind you guys that uh, we'll have a all-new uh, This Week in Wrangler. What is it? This Week in Wrangler? No, it's uh, All Things all Wrangler. Wrangler. All things Wrangler next week. All, all things Wrangler uh, with Rob next week. And uh, what was that about? It's uh, tops for the topless. That, tops uh, that, for seem, the top. that seems counterproductive, Josh. I don't know. It just, I mean, <laughs> fat guys, yes. Girls, no. Uh, well, so. 
<laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens with that uh, next week guys and you'll definitely want to check out the live show for that trust me uh join us over there on facebook make sure you friend us and tell a friend uh we are on twitter as well as stitcher radio tunein.com itunes and of course the live show broadcasting every week 10 p.m central on youtube and don't forget about XJ Talk Show and, of course, XJTalk.com. It's the reason why we're here. Check out all that we have to offer online, including the entire show archive for your listening pleasure over at XJTalkShow.com. And, uh, guys, uh, Josh and I are working on a couple of new segments that you want to stay tuned for. We think you're going to enjoy them. Uh, we've talked a little bit about it on XJTalk.com and the forums. Uh, well, I guess I can go ahead and say real quick, we're uh, going to be doing some things, some like some unusual uh, uh, posts, things that people have done that are kind of strange, not necessarily Jeep related, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll be going that way. Uh, oh, yeah. kind of like a, a, a WTF or what the hell were they thinking? Type. The three letters right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like what the hell was that type thing? So we think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, it'll be about posts that you can see on xjtalk.com. And, uh, hopefully there'll be, uh, things that you will find hard to believe people actually did so look forward to that segment yep looking forward to those here in the very near future and like i always say guys there's a third seat open here for you it could be just for you all you gotta do is reach out and give us a little touch Give that 24 7 voicemail line a call once again 530-675-4102 hope to hear from you soon you guys uh bring the salt we'll provide the ice (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next week have a great jeep week I can't believe how damn stupid I am. I mean, I got in here early tonight. I got everything ready. And you had a nap and everything. You I were well clicked rested. all the you buttons. Chipper. You were, yeah. I clicked all the buttons and I got, in my defense, I got a lot of buttons to press over here. Yeah, Little things true. that slide, a lot of blinking things. And the only time I noticed that we weren't recording on the, the audio portion of the podcast is when I looked down to see how much time we had used. And I thought for a moment, oh, this is great. We got lots of time left because it's at zero. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So we will be uh, scrubbing the audio from uh, the YouTube podcast for uh, the, uh, I guess, 40, uh, 15, 20 minutes of the the show, maybe longer. It might have been longer than that. Who knows? Because I couldn't read the timer. It wasn't anything on the timer. Oh, man. Rookie so, mistake, man. That's that's JV stuff right there. I don't so, know about. So all what that. you need to do is right after you say the uh, you do the audible thing, you, you 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 pause, you look straight into the camera and say, "Tony, did you press the record button?" Yeah, right. <laughs> Stop the show. Music dies down. Look right in the camera. I'll get real close. <laughs> Here it is. Did you press the record button? <laughs> Are we recording? Or I can, or I can give you this. Just play it in the background, and that'll be my cue to press the record button. You need need to put that, you know, that the turkey gobble and push the record button on an endless loop, and then listen to that as you fall asleep every night, and it'll be like a Pavlovian response, and and you hear the turkey gobble and be like, oh, I gotta push the record button. <laughs>